Hello everybody and welcome back to our first episode of the Cloydcast this year. So it's nice we've got some new fresh voices on the podcast and we've got a special guest as always kicking it off the first time and we've got um, a special guest linked to our Hello Yellow theme which is the National Mental Health Day um, this week. So today we've got Tyler Thompson, Year 6 and Fatimata, Year 6. And on the podcast today, we've got special guest, Alex Simpson. Welcome, Alex. Thank you very much for having me. So, are you going to start with some questions? Yes. Tyler, over to you. Tell us about yourself, Alex. Great. So, I'm 36 years old. I work in the NHS. I work as a manager within mental health services. I don't know if you know what mental health services are, but um, yeah. I work, yeah, good. So I work for a health board currently called Impowis, which is Midwills, and I work with the new 111 Press 2 service, which is where anyone can ring 111 Press 2 in Wales and speak to somebody in regards to their mental health of all ages as well, which is good to know. Um, so it's not sort of, um, and it's open to everybody. I currently live in Forest Park, but I grew up and was born in Townhill. I went to Townhill Primary School and I also went to Dylan Thomas Community School, so I'm fairly local. Um, when I'm not working, I run quite a lot, and if I'm not running, I'm cycling or swimming. Nice. Nice. So you're very sporty. I, well, yes, not always, though I wasn't always. I was, um, it's only, I'd say since about 2017 that I've started, sort of 2017, I signed up to the Swansea Half Marathon as a charity place. And I was overweight, I smoked, I was very lazy. Um, and yeah, so since 2017, I've sort of changed my ways and gladly. Oh, wow, that's yeah. a huge life change. Yeah, I no longer smoke, very rarely do I drink. I just spend a lot of time keeping fit and active. Like you only drink on a special occasion? Very special occasion. Um, sorry, I'm just going to interject you because we haven't got much about your job and you just mentioned it there, but. So you're on the end of the phone, yeah. but that must be so difficult. So the service um, was set up, I think, two years ago. It's been in the making now, so whereby people know that they can ring 111 yeah. General and speak about their physical health. There was never an actually dedicated line for mental health, so it's been set up now in Wales that every health board, which is all live, has got a dedicated line for anyone with mental health sort of distress or anything, any concerns, you can just ring 111 Press 2 um, and you will be put through to directly through to a mental health practitioner That's within your good. health board as well. So for instance, if any of us were to ring now, we would be diverted to Swansea Bay's 111 Press 2, so it would all depend where you live. That's so good. I feel like we don't know enough about that. Yeah, really? and yeah. it's it's for all ages. It's not just, you know, for, you know, people could ring, you could ring for yourselves if you wanted to. Um, families and carers can ring as well, and I'm sure that a representative from Swansea Bay, I could get in contact with them. Yeah. And put in contact with them because it would be good for you to know and to sort of. That is good, and we can let our like team know here, like Mrs. Bernard and Mrs. Lewis. That would be really helpful. Cool. Second question: What advice would you give to someone when they're struggling mentally? I would say that the most important thing is to always speak to somebody. Always just speak to somebody because. I, as much as you might think maybe nobody would understand or that um, you wouldn't want to burden somebody with like anything you're worried about, even if it's the small things, what tends to happen is that as human beings we're like pressure cookers, so we sort of think, oh, you know, you don't have to say anything, it's fine, it'll go. 
but it doesn't and it just builds up and then sometimes it can sort of turn into something much bigger than what it needs to be so I would say that in terms of if somebody's struggling mentally is always to speak to somebody whether that's like you know a teacher or a parent but just always speak because everybody wants to listen I know people often think isn't it that oh, you want a burden but people do want to listen and they will listen so just speak but also as well what you can do to look after your own sort of mental health is to sort of do things you enjoy like we were chatting before we went sort of lives now you enjoy football you enjoy yeah. um cheerleading and that's good having something having a bit of a focus outside of school something that you enjoy for yourself is really good as well yeah yeah we were talking about how um for girls like you know for boys and like my husband plays rugby and he says like I gave him self-esteem and confidence and for girls there's sometimes that lack of like team sport which can sometimes save boys can't it especially growing up in those like difficult years um so getting into like running or something like that was good for your mind yeah good for girls sometimes when there's that lack of like team sport around I would say for me running is the only thing I do when I have nothing else in my mind like you know, as we all we've all got loads of things going on in our minds, isn't it? Wherever they are, but running is the only thing I can do where I can just think of nothing else but just running. So, mm. so yeah, and there's lots of things, girls and boys. I suppose the good thing is nowadays is that there's much more sort of mixed yeah. um, sports people can do whatever they want. That's the good thing. There's lots mm. of options to people now. Yeah, it's a lot more inclusive. What inspired you to start running and competing in triathlons? Um, so I, like I just said, isn't it? When I was sort of in twenty seventeen, I was really unhealthy. Didn't really do much sports. Um, didn't do any sports really. I'd sort of often, I was always overweight, and I signed up to the Swansea Half Marathon as a charity place and dragged myself through it painfully. May I add, but it was um good, and then I sort of enjoyed it and just progressed, and then started running marathons because what I found was that I preferred to run a road marathon than I would a 5k so 5k is a shorter distance but it's a much faster speed whereas a marathon is a longer distance but it's not as intense believe it or not um but then I'd done a few marathons and I got a massive or did have a massive fear of the sea um and I couldn't go in the sea without completely overreacting and panicking so I thought what better way to conquer that than to sign up to an Ironman which is what I did Oh, I don't know how people do Ironman. So I did 10B Ironman. So an Ironman is where you swim for 2.4 miles in the sea. You come out and then you go on a 112-mile bike. And then when you come back, you then want to run a marathon. Um, so, yeah. So do you eat as well, yeah? You've got to eat, yeah. So nutrition and sort of hydration is very important. And this year, 10B was very, very hot. Very hot. So... Um, you would take sort of salt tablets before you go into the water to help with cramps and sort of to replenish salt you lose through sweating. Um, on the bike, what did I take on the bike? So I took about 20 racked up flapjack bites in my pocket. Um, people take sandwiches. 112 miles, I was on the bike for seven, seven and a, seven and a half hours. That's, like, long... that's hard, that's really hard. That's crazy. I could never bike for seven and a half hours, I'd just you, be bored. You, you, you would be surprised what you can do. I said that. I said bored I couldn't swim. I couldn't swim before. Yeah, go, sorry, I pressed pause because we had a like disruption. But you were saying that um, you were scared of the water. I used to have a massive fear of the sea. I could walk in and see my feet and I was fine. But as soon as I couldn't see my feet, I'd completely panic. Start panicking, like almost hyperventilating. And the I panic to come out. I suppose you could call it that, yeah, and I'd have to come out because I would be too, I suppose it's like that. And I knew, you know, somebody who worked in mental health, I was able to try and rationalise my thoughts, but I just couldn't. 
so I thought, what better way to do it than to conquer? Um, because you've overcome quite a lot to do them. Yes, um, and it was the best feeling in the world finishing. Like it's something that I would say everybody needs to um, experience. experience because I couldn't put into words how good it was. And I mourned for the last twelve months. I mourned because I know it's gonna, you know, it might come up, but the training, the amount of effort you've got to put into training for it is intense. But within a week of finishing, I signed up to do it again next year. So there's something in it, isn't there? There is. There's... There is. Did you get the Iron Man tattoo? I didn't get the Iron Man tattoo. I'm Are you the only person I've met that's an Iron Man that hasn't got a tattoo? I haven't yet. Um... <laughs> I'm going a massive one on his back. I see. It's, 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 it was all back, just Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't yet. I bet when you go and have water and come out, you're all sandy and then you have to go on a bike ride. Yeah, so you've got to wash so and, then... and you've got to run as well between. So when you come out to the water, there's a one kilometre run from the water to the transition. So they call transition when you go in and get changed. So yeah, so it's pretty oh. intense. I think you're. I think you're made for it, Tyler. Yeah. I would never drive ten off. I'd be bored. You I'd would be say bored. that, but this you say that now. You would be. Doing I would it even bike two. So you go, you start in Tenby, do you know Tenby is in West yeah, Wales? Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, so you go from Tenby, you go out to a place called Angle, which is far out. Then you come back from a place called Angle and you head up towards like Narbuth. Mm-hmm. And then from Narbuth you go down towards Saundersfoot and you do, you know. It's probably beautiful. It is lovely. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of people, it's very well supported. So from the morning, from six o'clock in the morning when you first get up, well, before that, you're six o'clock when it starts. So I started at 6am and I didn't get off. I didn't finish the run until 25 past 9 in the night. It was a long that's, day. That's like, oh my God. I yeah. don't wake up till 9 o'clock. <laughs> well, you would have missed the start. Then you would have been disqualified. <laughs> what is the hardest thing about complete, competing in triathlons? I would probably say, I know I touched on it just now, is the um, commitment because... It's not something you can go into and win. And what I mean by that is you can't think, oh, you know, I'm okay swimmer, I can bike. You know, you might be able to bike to and from the mumbles, but there's a lot to it. Like, I remember even running off the bike, I don't know whether anybody's done, they call it a brick run in triathlon. And I remember my first brick run, when I started running, I felt like Mr. Soft, and I felt like I was running drunk, if that makes sense, because you've just got to... So there's lots of commitment, there's lots of training, and the hours, so... I think in the weeks leading up to Ironman, I was probably doing about 12 hours training a week, and that's potentially talking, having to get up at half four in the morning, train for an hour, go to work, come home, train for another hour, hour and a half. On a Saturday, if Saturday's gone. Oh, yeah, that's that. Saturday's a chill day, isn't it? Yeah, well, it wouldn't be a chill day, you wouldn't be sleeping in bed till nine o'clock, you'd be on the bike from about maybe six or seven in the summer, and you're out for about five, six hours. Um, on a Sunday then it's normally like a long run day so, you run so does it become runs. a bit like a chore or would you say you love I think it's a lifestyle choice that you've got to sort of accept because it's it could become a chore because you know it does it does you know overtake you like it's yeah. almost like a second job because you've got to do it um, yeah so it's a commitment it's a big commitment but again I would still stand by saying that it's the best feeling in the world when you finish it can I ask something from you know for myself here <laughs> So, like, you know, the motivation. Yeah. So now I think I've got to go for a run, drag myself out of the house, you know. I feel guilty because I'm leaving the kids. But where do you get, like, your motivation to go and do that? I just think, for me, it's like like some people will go to the gym and, I don't know, let off steam. Some people will, I don't know, have a glass of wine. For me, it's running. Like, it's feeling like, like 
yesterday I had 12 miles to run after work and I was almost dreading it and the first mile was hard because he was sort of you know psychologically but I, and then it just sort of yeah for me it's just running it's a therapy oh. yeah how long's a 12 mile run then how like how many hours minutes how many hours so I, it took me about an hour and 40 yesterday um and that was me running probably a bit slower because my coach did actually and i'll call him out in this podcast message me to ask why i ran it a little bit slower than <laughs> i should have um so there's accountability oh, yeah, as well so how so did some, he know you were doing it because there's a thing called training peaks there's an app um so i'm on an app so he tells me what my training is for the week and email it's good though because accountability mm. is good also because it you know it makes you sort of you, you know you need to sort of do it almost that's but, yeah. what i need someone going come on yeah go yeah. Now it's time for. <laughs> Are you smarter than a 10 year old? I doubt it. <laughs> right. What song is currently number one? <laughs> My God. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a clue on this when I Googled it. I Trust like, me, I said Eminem. Oh, I honestly, I would not have a clue. Do you want to know the answer? Are you going yeah, to give up? I'll give up. Doja Cat, Paint the Town Red. I don't even know what Doja Cat is. Are you serious? Honestly. Oh, do you know that song? Yeah. Oh, can you give us a little rendition? You can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very good. Oh, okay. It's, it's not, not for that. Oh, it should be number one. <laughs> it's not for podcast friendly. Right. Yeah. Number two. What app has recently changed to X? Oh, Twitter. Good job. Oh, you've got one point. One point. One point. <laughs> what happened? No, sorry. What year did World War Two begin? Easy. Nineteen. Thirty. Yeah. Eight. Oh, so I'm really sorry. Nineteen thirty-nine. Oh. <laughs> so you half a point. You have one out of three so far. Just we can give half a point. That's good. So. <laughs> Blue. <laughs> <laughs> How do you say blue in Welsh? Glass. Good job. Another um, point. I was only so confident there because I, the last couple of weeks, somebody, a friend of mine that speaks blue in Welsh and has been testing me, so <laughs> it was a good job. Oh, he's well. right. So, <laughs> well done. Now we've got a, a talk for you. Great. Why is a football stadium always cold? Why is a football stadium always cold? I don't know. Because it has a lot of fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. Competition times. Please follow, rate and comment of the podcast. Share for added entry. To be entered into a draw to win £10 Amazon voucher. The draw is on Thursday 26th of October. Yeah, so thank you guys. So just to reiterate there, once you've listened to this episode, if you can like, follow, and if you share the podcast, that's a bonus entry, and you'll be entered into a draw to win a £10 Amazon voucher, um, and comment, so that's how I'll get your name when you comment that you've done it, I'll take your name and enter you into the draw. Thank you so much, Tyler and Fatimata, you were excellent, and Alex, thank you so much, that was so interesting, I actually feel motivated to potentially go for a run tonight i'll let you go <laughs> i'll get to account now tomorrow right make sure you chase yeah. this up tomorrow yeah i'll be on the peaks app you can be my coaches checking i've done it okay. oh, thank you so much thank That's you for okay. your time as well say so thank you guys thank, thank you. you and we'll speak to you next time on the, the podcast, podcast.